I think we're ready to go. And if people would be muted, we're going to talk a little bit about the convention. And then we're going to hear from our, actually, I thought we would only have one speaker, but we have two. So, <clears throat> so the convention, as everybody knows, it's the 16th through the 23rd of July. And before, before the convention, the 14th, we're going to have elections. Um, the slate of candidates have been named and who anybody can run from the floor and that that will be the 14th at, at 8 p.m. Eastern. And um, it'll, it'll be on a webinar. If we do have any contest, contested elections, we'll, they'll be going to Zoom and, and into a waiting room. We, we do have that all set up and, with a host and a and so that's all ready to go. And convention is going to be jam packed. Saturday we have our social, and Monday we have two sessions, two thirty to three forty five. We'll have um, uh, diabetic diabetes one hundred and one, talking about anything about diabetes. How do you keep in? How do you keep control? How do you? How do you? Do, do anything about that diabetes, and then that is um, also that that's a continuation from four to five fifteen. That's on Monday. On Tuesday, we have same times two to three fifteen nutrition and fitness at four, and then at Wednesday we have um, advocacy, and then a panelist of members. So it's a jam packed week. I mean jam packed three full days plus our mixer. And if anybody hasn't registered yet, it is open and you do need to have a profile before you do, before you do register. And it's really easy to do. And I tell you, I've been doing this for other people. If you need any assistance doing any of that registering or getting your profile, send an email to Cindy, tell her, tell Cindy that you want my email and I will help you as long as we use your credit card. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Danette, um, yes, can, we, can we maybe ask our membership chair, Mr. Jones, to give us a little commercial about how to join ACB Diabetics yes. in Action for those that might be interested? The uh, way to find out more about us is go to uh, acbva.org, and under there is a membership uh, tab that you can explore. And then you can uh, also, if you want to uh, pay your dues, there's a PayPal button for you to do that. However, there's also a um, uh, form that you'll need to fill out with your name, address, and email address, course, and phone number. And, and we also have um, uh, another email address. If you want to find out more information on how to get a lot of this done, if I've been confusing you, uh, you can send an email to ACBDA org at gmail.com and that will get you started with becky our secretary and she can give you more information and and we'd be more than happy to help and i'll be glad to help anybody else too thanks tom that's great perfect thank you tom and if our speakers cassidy short and whitney i think it's pearson can please unmute and tell us about Met Metronics. 
<laughs> yes. Um, can everybody hear me okay? Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having us tonight. Uh, my name is Cassidy Short, as Danette has mentioned. Um, thank you for the introduction, Danette. Um, we actually were connected with you guys through Danette. Um, we trained Danette on what's called the InPen about two weeks ago. Um, and so it's such a pleasure to be here tonight. So thank you for that, Danette. Um, I'd also like to introduce my clinical counterpart, Whitney. Um, so we're both here with you guys tonight um, just to talk about a new medical device for diabetes. Um, it's called the InPen. It's a smart insulin pen. Um, and essentially, it's a data-driven device um, for insulin therapy. Um, and just to kind of describe a little bit about what InPen is, a lot of you may be familiar um, with insulin pens and insulin delivery systems. Um, it's essentially the same concept in the way that you use it um, for your dosing. Um, it is it has cartridges that you actually replace. So that is one difference. I know a lot of the insulin pens on the market are pre-filled. Um, the in-pen smart insulin pen um, comes with cartridges, which is kind of nice because um, when you do replace the insulin, you only have to replace the little cartridge. You don't have to throw away the whole um, the whole insulin pen. Um, so it kind of reduces some of that waste, but it is Bluetooth connected. Um, so it does connect to an app and it automatically records all of the doses that you take and keep track for you. Um, so if you are someone that doesn't want to interact with your smartphone and simply use the in pen, just like you do with your current regimen, whether that be insulin syringes or insulin pens, um, you can use it just like that, um, but it will be actually tracking and recording all of the doses that you're taking for you. Um, and really the benefit of that is just to um, have you know kind of what you've done throughout the day, um, but it also keeps you on track for um, what you haven't done. So for instance, if you did forget to dose for um, breakfast, it would remind you um, because it does actually note when you dose for different meal increments. Um, so that's kind of the way it keeps you on track, but also allows you to look back at what doses you have taken and know, um, you know, without having to just guess, um, it, it does all the recording for you. Um, and it does connect with uh, Bluetooth meters. So any glucose meters that you're currently using that are Bluetooth capable um, so that you can see your glucose information and your insulin information all in one app. Um, and it additionally does uh, integrate with continuous glucose monitors. So that would be Dexcom and uh, Medtronic's Guardian Connect continuous glucose monitor. Um, so if you are wearing a continuous glucose monitor, it actually does store that information um, in the InPen app um, so that you can see your insulin data and your glucose data all in one place. Um, and it also builds a report for your physician when you go in um, to see your physician and really gives them a lot of really good information for um, making adjustments. It is indicated for all ages. Um, of course, under the ages of seven, it is recommended with supervision. But other than that, um, the indication is really just that you do take rapid acting insulin because it is a rapid acting insulin pen. 
Um, but however, it does also uh, keep track of your long acting insulin doses. Um, and then also can remind you to dose with your long acting insulin as well. Um, additionally, beyond that, um, it is the first time that we've had the opportunity to be able to track insulin that's currently being processed in your body. Um, so for instance, if you give a dose, there's a certain amount of time that that insulin will break down in your system. Um, so this app actually keeps track of that insulin um, breaking down in your system, which just allows you to know um, if you're dosing back to back, how much insulin is still being processed in your body to prevent potentially some of those lows of dosing on top of each other. And um, of, of course, that can cause a low um, if you don't know how much insulin is currently being processed. And so it actually does keep track of that. Um, and so you can click on that in the app and know how much insulin is still being processed in your body. Um, it, it, it does have a 12 month battery life. There is no charging, no batteries required. Um, so as soon as you activate it, which means you pair it to the app on your phone, um, that starts the year warranty. Um, and so you have it for 12 months. Like I said, no maintenance as far as charging. So I think that's really great. Like I said, you can use it just like you would an insulin pen that you're currently using. Um, it does deliver in half unit doses, which is really nice because you can titrate really down to that half unit dose um, and get you even closer with your regimen of dosing. Um, it's compatible with Novolog, Humalog, and Fios. Um, and really the benefits are that it does track that insulin on board. Like I said, um, it reminds you to dose. It also does have a, a dosing calculator support. So um, there are three different functions with that that I'll go into a little bit of detail a little bit later. Um, but it does have a calculator that you can click on and input your glucose and then whatever you're eating. Um, and it does that calculation for you, which really, I think, helps more with more accuracy, but also some of that burden of always having to calculate um, how much to give yourself. Um, and then, like I said, it does automatically log all the doses you're taking. So no more of trying to keep track um, of what you've taken. It does hold up to 90 days worth of um, insulin doses that you've taken. Um, and then you can create the reports, share with your provider. Um, and it really just helps you and your provider stay on track with what has been going on um, and really helps make uh, really solid decisions on adjustments in your uh, clinical visits. Um, and just to dive a little bit deeper on the, the dosing reminders, um, the way it works, it does have different meal increments. And for instance, if you eat breakfast earliest at 6 a.m. and then maybe latest at 9 a.m. at that 9 a.m. mark, if it doesn't recognize that you've taken a dose, it'll say, hey, I've noticed that your breakfast window has gone. Um, and I noticed that you didn't take a dose. Um, so it really, like I said, just helps you um, stay on track um, in remembering to take doses for all of your different meal times. And again, it does remind you for your long acting insulin as well. And to dive a little bit deeper into that dosing calculator support that I kind of referenced, um, it has three different functions as far as the dosing calculator goes, and we really can customize it to whatever you're currently doing um, and meet you wherever you're at with your diabetes therapy. 
Um, so the first one is fixed dose. So some of you may be on a regimen um, of fixed dose where you just take the same amount um, based on what meal you're taking. Maybe it's, you know, for example, eight units for breakfast, 10 for lunch, and 12 for dinner. Um, it does have a function where we can um, set it up for fixed dose. So you can just enter your glucose, um, tell it what meal you're eating, and it'll give you the recommended amount. Beyond that, um, it does have uh, a function called meal estimation, where maybe you're not quite ready to carb count, um, but you want to get closer than just fixed dose. Um, then you can set it up, for instance, for the size of meal that you're eating. So an example would be like a medium-sized breakfast. Um, and it just gets you a little bit closer without having to go all the way into carb counting. Um, and then finally, it does have a carb counting function where you can enter your carbs that you're eating and then the glucose and it does the calculations. Um, again, your, your healthcare professional will um, set this up for you so the settings are all accurate and keep you safe and everything. Um, but it does allow you to um, do exactly what you're doing currently um, and just helps you if you want to move on past that fixed dose as well. Um, it does, like I said, integrate with the continuous glucose monitor. The Guardian Connect uh, glucose monitor is real time in the app. Um, that would be the Medtronic's version of the continuous glucose monitor. It does, like I said, integrate with Dexcom. There is a three hour delay in the app, but you can of course use Dexcom with the InPen and it will still pull that information into the reports for your health healthcare professional. And then finally, how do you get InPen? Um, so there is an app that you can download. You just type in InPen in the Google Play or the Apple Store. Um, it's I-N-P-E-N. -E um, you download the app and then you can actually just click get InPen um, within the app. And Danette, if it sounds good to you, I'll just send you uh, directions on how to do that. Um, and you can share it with the group in writing just so everyone has mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and there is a phone line you can also call, and I'll also provide that information in the email. It's 1-844-843-7903. Um, and so that's kind of in pen, kind of how it can help you, and then also what it is. But I also thought it'd be great to hear from Danette, um, having actually experienced and used the in pen. Um, so if it's okay with you guys, I'll just ask you a couple questions, Danette. So can I invite Kim Mulberg to unmute too? Because she and I both started, I might've started using my in-pen two weeks before she did. So her and I have started about the same time. So Kim, can you unmute please? I did. I'm unmuted. Um, thank you, Kim. <laughs> I can. I actually told Danette about the in-pen. She did. She did. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I honestly, I'd love to hear from both of you. I mean, I always like to hear patients' perspectives. I have diabetes myself. Um, I am on an insulin pump, but I always like to hear. I've used InPen a lot, and I, um, but I like to hear from other people as well. So it'll be really great to hear your guys' experience and what you thought of it. Um, so I have typed up a couple of questions, but of course, if you have some other feedback, um, we'd love to hear that. So I'll just ask the questions, and then, of course, um, Fill us in anywhere else that I, that I missed. Um, okay. But really, I'd like to hear just more about like what you were doing before you used InPen um, and then just kind of go into how you, you've used InPen and what it's provided for you. 
Um, but first I'll just start with how, how were you keeping track of doses um, before InPen? Before InPen, I was using the Dexcom and counting my carbs. I mean, and, and then do, doing, the, doing the divisions and the math. And, yeah. and th- that's just, but, but with the InPen, it seems to stay better, better. Like the Clarity app tells me that, that I've been in range more than I have been. <laughs> yeah. So, so like well, uh, with the use of InPen, you're saying um, that your your time in range has been better. Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, yes. Kim, awesome. were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, so I was, I was adjusting my insulin just according to how, what, whatever my glucose level was before, and I was not carding, counting carbs. Yeah. And I went to my doctor and told him that I would like to try counting carbs. So he sent me to the diabetic educator. And when um, I went to see her, well, she talked to me about counting carbs and stuff. But then she said, do you want, how about trying the Dexcon? I, okay, we'll do that. And then she said, have how about an insulin pump? And I went, no, I'm not ready for that. She hmm. said, then maybe you're ready for an in-pen. And I said, what, what? And so she went and got one for me to see and showed it to me. And I totally love it. I count my carbs. I enter my glucose. I enter my my carbs. And an unmanageable diabetic that I was, I'm very much in range now because of this. Oh, so wow. Kim is new on the Dexcom and the NPIN at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like um, the the dosing calculator has been a huge help in just that calculation aspect. Yeah. Um, the, the dosing, it's just the calculations and everything can be so much mental strain um, of having to do that. So I think definitely having well, that. Dose- I love to I love to track and see. Oh, I still have insulin. I need to wait. Let right. that insulin get used. Yes, to see how much insulin is active. That's when. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, are you able to just click on the active insulin in the app, and it, it uh, vocally tells you how much insulin's on board? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. When it's yeah. time for me to do a dose, I will like, it doesn't tell me what button that I'm pushing, but I know that it's the button that's, it, it's the button that I, where I would enter the blood sugar and then below, below that it'll say grams and it'll say, and then I will um, enter in how many grams I'm eating. And then up at the top, it'll say save. So I save that and then I press the calculating button and it'll tell me a recommended dose. And then a few, a few strokes above the recommended dose, it says save button. So I also save that too. That's yep. on the app. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and like, like you've said, it's so nice that it does save it in the app too. Um, were you tracking before? Were you writing stuff down or uh, keeping a phone log or how were you tracking it before? I um, was not. Oh, I was um, uh, um, the particular the, um, um, glucose monitor that I had had it built in where it w- it would track it for us when we entered it. Yeah. 
Sure, the Dexcom was tracking it, but I wasn't tracking how many carbs I was eating or how much insulin I was taking. The Dexcom would track my numbers, but I wasn't tracking it anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice. I'm, I'm so happy that uh, you guys are able to use it and just have that automatically tracked for you just so you don't have to even worry about tracking. Um, oh, I feel like it simplified my life a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, have you guys ran a report yet with your physician? I've looked at it, but I haven't ran it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I read a report from the physician. Is that what you said? Oh, uh, ran yeah. a report. So like uh, downloaded a report and then shared it with your physician to go no. over. No, I, I, I see Lynn um, on the 21st and she'll look at it, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Because I think that can be a huge thing too, you know, is, is you and your physician having all of that information to know, um, mm-hmm. you know, the best adjustments to even make because there are so many adjustments that can be made with diabetes, but having all the data behind it can definitely yep. help. Um, so it sounds like definitely the dosing support has helped you guys. Um, have yes. you used the reminders at all? Yeah. I had to turn one reminder off because we only eat, I only eat breakfast and dinner and it kept telling me I needed a lunch dose and I decided to go turn that one off. Yeah. And you were able to find that okay and everything. And um, now it just has your breakfast and dinner. Yep. I do use the, the reminders and sometimes like the dinner, a lot of times dinner I eat earlier than I, than what we set. So I'll say that I've already done it and then it'll, it'll give me a reminder. It'll, it'll even give you a reminder like two hours after you've taken your insulin that to check your PG, check, check your, check your insulin. I mean, it, to just, you've taken a dose two hours ago. So check your blood sugar. Yeah. Oh, I haven't. Had it. I didn't see that. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, so that is an option as well. And thank you for mentioning that. It can remind you to check your blood sugar, like she said, two after two hours after you eat. Um, so I, it really. Can I be- check mine at three hours after. Is there a way to change it to three? I believe it's preset at two. Um, but let me look into that. I can mm-hmm. confirm for you. Um, I've only seen the two hours, but I can definitely look. Yeah. Into that. Yeah. They, they told me to do mine at three. Okay. Okay. So I do have a question when the insulin, when, when the hemolog runs out in the in pin, so I could measure it out, but it wouldn't get pushed in. So that's when I took it all apart and I changed the insulin dosage, uh, changed the cartridge. Is that when it runs out, when you, can, when you can pull it out, but it won't go back in? Is that when your insulin is gone? Your insulin is gone when you can't push it up any further, Danette. Just a minute, Kim. Let, let, okay. let Kelsey or... Yeah, yeah. So it should not allow you to uh, wind up and push in anymore. It should basically just stop. Okay, I could wind it out, but it wouldn't let me push it back in as far as as far as the thing that you push in. So I took it apart and wound that little screw down like what you showed me and then put it in the cartridge. Yes. Yeah. So it shouldn't allow you to push anymore. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. I know, um, Danette, mine was in the middle of a dose. And it wouldn't give me the rest of the dose. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it just stopped and I had to look and see how much of the dose, because I didn't feel right when I pushed it through. 
So I looked and I went, oh, you only gave me this much. I have to go give two more units. Mm -hmm. But I had to stop and go get a new pen and everything. Yeah, but that's nice that, okay, so you need 2.5 units right now. And I mean, I like how it will let you do only do half doses. Yeah, I do like that. I like the half doses. Yeah. And then again, before, uh, when you would run out of insulin, did you know how much it gave you with uh, other pens? It didn't give me any. Okay. So it just stopped for you. Yeah. Okay. I, I could wind it out like I was going to give a dose, but it wouldn't give me any. Okay. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. I, I understand what you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it should just stop um, as that safety mechanism just so you don't mm-hmm. give any more, basically, um, when it won't. Um, but overall, uh, just to circle back kind of to what you guys were saying, overall, like what are the goals that Inpen has helped you achieve with your diabetes management? I'm, I'm looking forward to my A1C being done yes. here yeah. because my A1C is going to be way better than it was the last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's better control of of all of everything. So yep, yeah, definitely. Um, and so from what I'm hearing from you guys, it's it's less burden. Um, it kind of adds an easy resource, um, less work, but also better control. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, it's yes. amazing to hear from you guys, and I'm so glad that it's helping you so much because um, I know diabetes can be a lot of work. Here's my device is going off right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I know how much work it can be, and so I think just making it easier on you guys and, um, you know, really helping you maintain and achieve your goals is the biggest thing. So I love I love hearing that. It makes me so happy. Um but is there anything else you guys want to add about Inpen or anything I didn't cover? I would like to ask what other Medtronics do you have? Yes. So uh, we have oh, a for diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a continuous glucose monitor, um, you know, like the Dexcom. Um, it, it is, similar to the Dexcom in that it goes to your phone and you get readings every five minutes. Um, but it does have predictive technology. So it can alert you up to an hour in advance um, of a high or a low. Um, so that's kind of nice. It does still require calibration. So it does require the two finger sticks a day. Um, but two I, finger I want, sticks a day. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Two finger sticks a day for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but like I said, it does go to the phone and it actually in the InPen app does show up real time. The glucose does, mm-hmm. um, in the InPen app. So you can see everything real time. Um, so that's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have insulin pumps as well. Um, are you, have you heard of any pumps on the market or kind of how they work? As far as I know, pumps do not work for a blind person. Okay. A totally blind person. Right. So, Dan, let me jump in there because that's yeah, a good segue. Yeah, I segue. knew you would. Uh-huh. Here comes um, Tom. Yeah, Cassie, <laughs> this is Tom Tobin. Um, Hi, Tom. I think, how are you doing tonight? Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you and Whitney being on the call. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was on a pump for 23 years, a, a mini-med slash Medtronic when you guys acquired mini-med. And um, 
as Danette started to allude to, um, this is an organization made up of blind and visually impaired diabetics, right? Mm -hmm. So we are, I have been for years um, trying to work with Medtronic and other pharma organizations to make your devices fully accessible uh, to not much um, achievement. Uh, we've, we've basically been shut out of the market. Um, in fact, ironically, today I had a call from one of your customer service representatives asking me <clears throat> if I wanted to get back on a pump. So uh, you, you may, somebody may see at Medtronic that I kind of unloaded on her and explained to her why I wasn't on a pump. And it's not because I don't like insulin pump therapy. It's great, great, the best way to manage one's diabetes. But frankly, and it's not just you guys, so I'm not picking on you particularly, Cassidy, mm -hmm. but most of the farmer out there have not been very receptive to making their uh, durable medical equipment fully accessible to people who are blind and visually impaired. And I kind of find that sort of appalling in the sense that I think we all know and can appreciate that vision loss, um, especially among working age people, um, and diabetes go hand in hand today. Unfortunately, we're still in that sort of a situation. So, right. um I'm actually a Canva president's organization. So I wanted to ask you guys, um, and I'm really interested, honestly, in making this a win-win for everybody. I do not want this to be an adversarial sort of situation, um, but I have been working with Medtronic probably since 1993, as, at least according to my endocrinologist, as the first totally blind diabetic to go on an insulin pump. And back in those days, whatever it was, the 501 was, <laughs> there was no accessibility, Cassidy. So, I literally had to count up, you know, click, 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 click. If I wanted to take five units, I had to count up 50 times, hit activate, listen to the drive screw, deliver the insulin. If it started to overshoot 50 clicks, I'd put it to suspend to uh, stop the delivery. But that's what, I, that's what I was willing to do back in 1993 because I wanted to be on a pump so badly, and the technology really wasn't out there to support that. Now, fast forward to today, guys, 2021, when we all have smartphones that both work for someone who can see as well for those of us that don't see uh, like iOS, uh, Android does as well as do. So, you know, my question kind of is, is that what's it going to take for Medtronic and others to, you know, basically get into the game and develop a pump that works for everybody? Because I can pretty much tell you uh, that if you, if you build it, um, there are a lot of blind diabetics out there that want to be pumpers, but, the, the, the reality is today that the um, the pumps of today just are simply not accessible. It requires you to use a virtual button on the screen to unlock them. If you can't see the screen, that's basically virtually impossible. Um, you know, I actually worked, I went to one of your uh, local meetings here in Cleveland, Ohio. And my, the, the woman that educated me on my, my last pump said, forget it, Tom, even with your skill set, you, you can't use this pump. It's not, you just can't do it. So, I'm just really interested in, in um, hearing, you know, about how we can work together to, uh, you know, help your engineers. And I've talked to many of your engineers over the years to integrate full accessibility so that the best known scientific system for managing diabetes can be made accessible to those of us that have either, like me, experienced a complication. I lost my vision from diabetes when I was a junior in college. So, you know, um, we, we, I think we need to try and put our heads together to find a way to make, um, 
in this case, your pump work for everybody. Uh, and I really truly believe today that technology is no longer the barrier, Cassidy and Whitney. It's the attitudes that uh, your, your corporate leadership embrace um, about what blind and visually impaired people can and can't do. And that's just not really acceptable anymore. Um, you know, as I said, I was on some pump for 23 years. There was zero accessibility on the pump. So all I could really do was deliver a bolus, but I couldn't change the basal rate. I couldn't even change the time. I couldn't take advantage of sophisticated programming like square wave bolusing. Um, and guys, you know, that's just got to change. Now, whether you do it on the pump itself, you know, and make the pump talk, or many of my colleagues have said it would be better if you create an app like this, the app you're using for um, the InPen. In mm -hmm. Thank you. The InPen that would basically give us full access to the, to the, you know, to the programming of the pump. Um, we, we do it with Dexcom. We're doing it with Libre. Um, you even mentioned you're doing it with your CGM at Medtronic. So, so why can't we integrate this accessibility into your insulin pump uh, devices? Um, and again, I, I, I would maintain that it's not so much the technology that's the barrier, but a willingness on Medtronic's part to actually do it. And I know there are many people on this call that would want to, lock arms with you guys and figure out a way to make that happen. And I would also say that if you do it before anybody else does it, because I'm fully, I fully believe that whoever does it first is going to be a stampede of blind and visually impaired diabetics to their particular product. That's fully accessible. Um, just like the blindness committee stampeded all things iOS because Steve jobs made the iPhone fully accessible to a blind person. So so, so is there anything is there anything being done to make the electronic pump accessible to a blind person? I mean, fully accessible. To put it bluntly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, full, fully accessible, Cassidy and Whitney, because you know the definition of. I mean, sure, I, mean, I know you guys have both heard of universal design, right? So, universal design is basically designing products. In this case, biotech that basically work off the shelf for everybody, right? So, I buy a pump from you guys. You know, with some sighted assistance, I go into the menu and I turn either the speech on on the pump or on the app, and we've got a solution. Um, right. And so that that's that's my challenge to you two today. And again, I say this with the most open arms, Cassidy and, and Whitney, that want to work in collaboration with you guys. Um, we, we really don't want to bring, you know, the big stick. Um Because I think at the end of the day, if we can get this done together, we can make it a win-win for you guys um, as a business and add more people to your bottom line who are blind and visually impaired. And we can certainly benefit people who are blind and visually impaired who are just hungry to use insulin pump therapy, but they can't right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Tom, honestly, like I appreciate so much you bringing this up and I apologize to all of you because I've never even, you know, thought of that. And I think as far as it goes, it's, it's something I think should be accessible to everyone. Um, and I completely understand where you're coming from. I can tell you what I do know. Um, and what I do know is that we do have an app that does go with the phone right now. Um, now, nothing is controlled by it. Again, from what I know is because of security reasons. Um, only because the, the pump does control insulin delivery. I know that there are safety mechanisms in place and controlling a phone app that controls 
Um, insulin, I know there's a lot of safety measures around that, just keeping patients safe. Um, but I'm also glad that you're bringing this to my attention because I think it is something um, that we can pass to our higher ups and higher ups, higher ups, um, because <laughs> I think it's something that does need a voice 100 yeah. percent. Um, and I really appreciate you bringing it up. But if they need a voice. You can come to ACBDA, American Council of Blind Diabetics, in action because we, we will speak up. <laughs> yeah, and I will say, Cassie, that, that, well, that, anyway. that, that well, I certainly will too. Um, I'm not exactly shy, as you probably guess, but um, <laughs> I served on the International Standards Organization for three years, and it was really kind of a remarkable experience because all everybody around me on the table were engineers. Okay, I was the only blind guy at the table. Um, in fact, I I, I, I kind of made the point by bringing out my iPhone and asking for people that had one and showed them how to turn voiceover on. And my colleague who was there who could see said, Tom, you should see the look on these engineers' faces. They're stunned. They had no idea that this technology is integrated into iOS. So I, I asked them, I said, okay, you guys are the brain trust of these organizations. Why can't we make the technology for managing diabetes you know, fully accessible? So we, we actually did write a standard for injectable devices that's out there. It was approved worldwide by ISO um, for things like insulin pens. I'm assuming the smart in pen too. Um, and it basically, it's a guideline for farmer to follow. There's no teeth to it, which is unfortunate, but that's just the fact. Um, but it does give pharma a roadmap to make their devices fully accessible. So, you know, I, I mentioned it because, Cassie, if you're serious about trying to make a, some movement in this space, that's a tool you can use to convince the powers that be uh, who make the decisions on the higher levels of Medtronic that this is something mm-hmm. that they can use. Yeah. Uh, not to mention the fact that... Okay, Chanel has her hand raised. Just a sec, Tom. Hold on one sec. So, it's, you know, it's not to mention the fact that there are a ton of people on this call, including our next speaker, Chanel, who is a pumper and can speak to this better than I can. But um, we really would love to partner and collaborate with Medtronic and, um, you know, really find a solution. Uh, we, we got a lot of lip service over the years, and I've been doing this, like I said, for over 20-some <laughs> years. Um, but now I think the time is now to act because we have the technology to make it work. Um, and I get the whole fact about security and insulin delivery issues and concerns. But, you know, frankly, Cassie, that applies to people who can see as well as people that can't. Um, and so I'm not, you're not, I'm not saying that you're inferring that blind people are less ability to do that stuff, but it, it is a philosophy out there. And I just, I'm here to tell you that that's, you know, mis, misguided. Um, in fact, I would make the case and it's been proven scientifically that when it comes to using insulin pens, blind diabetics are more accurate than sighted people. It's been proven okay. scientifically. Okay. So. Yeah. I guess what I meant by that was that um, we haven't been able to create an app that you can control the pump with yet because of security for everyone involved. Like no one can have an app right now um, that can dose or do any of that with the pump um, just because of the security. But if you think about it, Cassie, and I want to get, I want to give Chanel an opportunity to talk is that really you've got some people who are on this call that are insulin pumpers. So in theory that there are people that can speak to the fact that, you know, if you're trying to equate blindness with, with inability that, there are people who are on pumps right now who are using them very, very competently and very capably, as did I for 23 years. 
you know, I never had any ER, uh, experience because of uh, mismanaging my diabetes. In fact, my, my A1Cs went from the eights down to the sixes. So, um, awesome. I, I, yeah, it is awesome. And I, and I worked yeah. hard at it, but so um, we've got to overcome these, um, you know, these, uh, these barriers about attitudes, about the capabilities of blind people. And it's just really, to me, Tom, we need to move on, please. Let's go to Chanel, please. Thank Sorry, you. Tom. That's okay. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, I want to hear from Chanel. Well, actually, I could have I could have kept uh, hearing Tom because you were eloquently. Ex- I I should have. I always it's always a debatable thing whether to raise my hand, but <laughs> I no you you were eloquently and you've been in the field for twenty some years. I all I can do is speak from my experience as a pumper now, especially with the better technology. I use iPhone apps that read OCR that. Um, can take a picture basically or do some real-time reading of the screen of a pump or computer or whatever, but they're not always accurate. And it's easier for me just to do an easy bolus sometimes or quicker than it is to go through the menus. And so I can go through the menus and I like to because I'm adventurous, but it takes time. And I think some of us need things, you know, some of us don't need necessarily an app to calculate our carbs and our dosages that that's all nice and whatever and that's great but we just need the ability to have the same controls that everyone else has access to whether that is counting carbs or whether that is um you know changing a basal rate on the fly temp basal or modifying the current basal rates whatever the case may be and i think that we do the companies do quite a bit of lip service oh that makes sense that's nice but and we, and I think the big, big problem that companies face is the money. And the reality is, you know, many of us, because of the high unemployment, rely also on, you know, government type insurance. And so then it's getting, the, you know, Dexcom was unavailable for several years to some of us because of that. So there's also that challenge. There's a number of hurdles that, um, the more allies we have, of course, the better, but it starts, as Tom said, with addressing and changing those attitudes because we are capable. So anyway, Tom spoke much more eloquently. I am done, but thank you for coming and speaking. And thank you, Chanel. Um, I'll pass the mic. Kim, did you want to say something? Did I hear you try to say something? Nope. Oh, you guys are doing a good job. I, okay. I, I just, I, I totally agree with Tom that, um, you know, it, it's time to make everything accessible. Um, what what Medtronics needs to do is, is sit down and be blind for a while and try to adjust their insulin with a pump that they can't access. <laughs> and then they may see a reality different. Yeah. I... I... Honestly, I appreciate all of this feedback and I am going to pass it up um, and give it as much of a voice as I can as well. Cool. Thank you. Um, any more questions for um, Whitney or Kelsey? Or, or no, not Kelsey. Yeah. Cassidy. Oh, the, Cassidy. The Cassidy. 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 Cassid
Okay. Hi, my name is Nina. Um, Thank you, Nina. The question for you is, um, are there any plans in the future to work um, with Abbott for the Libre with the InPen? Good question. That is a great question. Um, and I actually don't know the answer. I will look into it. Um, Whitney, do you know by chance? Um, I know that we're uh, consistently working with the CGM partnership with uh, all CGM. So I would, it's probably a building of a platform to integrate it into the system. Um, so it's not available right now, but um, I would, I would assume it would be in future use. And um, where would one go to find that update or information when it is um, made to work with it? When it when it is approved, I, um, there's there's usually um, so it would it's an FDA app essentially integration. So once that would be approved, um, Abbott and InPen would you know essentially a, announce a joint partnership so that it's um, compatible because. When InPen was developed, it was just Dexcom that was integrated. And then when Medtronic acquired Companion, who owns um, the InPen uh, platform, then we integrated it with our CGM, the Guardian Connect. Um, so, yeah, that, that platform is um, on the table and up discussion because we know that a lot of people do use and benefit from the Libre um, system as well. Yeah. We'll just add to that that um... – Medtronic does a very good job, Nina, of uh, communication and what's, what's new and what's great and what's late with what's going on in the company. So if you go onto their website and you can click on whatever you need to click on to receive their electronic you know, updates, um, I get them just about every week or so, and I find it to be incredibly useful. They also advertise sales, all kinds of good stuff. But um, So I would, I would advise you to uh, sign up for Medtronic's uh, communications. That would be a great way to find out what's going on. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other thing um, that I did forget to mention is we do now have a website um, where people can give feedback. Um, and I'm going to take all the feedback from this call and input it into there. But um, if, if anyone on this call would like to give personal feedback as well, I mean, I know you have a lot already, Tom, um, and it's appreciated. Um, but just another a resource. If you guys are interested in that, I can share that with the net also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be good. Mm -hmm. um, does anybody have any more questions for Cassidy or Whitney about the Medtronics? I don't have a question in that, but I just want to say, um, reiterate my appreciation for both of you being here mm -hmm. and for giving us a great presentation on the InPen, I, I'm a, you know, uh, disposable insulin pen user. Um, so the, the technology is certainly intriguing, especially how it communicates with the smartphone, smart device. Um, and again, I just want to reiterate my appreciation for your receptivity to some of my comments tonight. Uh, I really truly believe in my heart of hearts that if we work together, we can find a solution to these problems. And I know we organizationally as American Council of Blind Diabetics and Action stand ready to work with you, but we, we need a partner to make this happen. We can't do it by ourselves. So um, I will encourage, you know, everyone on this call to write and give feedback. Uh, as I said earlier, I gave, gave your customer service rep enough feedback today. She probably wanted to get off the phone because she was, you know, whatever, but um, 
I truly think if we can collaborate on this, we can make this work for everybody. And that's really our goal. We want Medtronic to come out of this smelling like a rose and we want devices and, you know, equipment and durable medical equipment that works for everybody. That's our bottom line goal. So with that, I will, I will uh, stand down. Yeah. Thank you so much, Tom. Um, I, that would be my goal as well. Um, I will do everything in my personal ability um, to help, you know, have a voice for that. Um, Because I also believe that uh, pump therapy should be accessible to everyone. Um, So yeah, thank you so much. Uh, the area code six one four. Okay, this is not necessarily for for um, one of them, but I wondered. Unfortunately, I had another call and got into this one late, and I I wondered if if um, I could talk with you know even uh, one of the people from the diabetics group here at, at some Shirley. point to find out. I'm assuming this in pen, um, just to obviously, I don't want you guys to repeat everything you've done, but is that basically an insulin pen? Is that what I'm assuming it is, or is that not what it is? It, it is, sure. This in is Tom, I, will, I will tell you that we have recorded this call, so we'll make it available to folks, um, so you can, you can listen to it truly at your convenience. Okay, that's great. We ask who, who this is. What is your name? My name is Shirley. Shirley, okay. Okay. And you can ask any of us any questions. The in-pen is it holds Hemolog and a couple other insulin, long-lasting, no fast, fast-acting insulins in a cartridge, which is different from, okay. an in, from a quick pin. So. Okay, Shirley, I appreciate that. I can certainly I, tell you about it. If you want to give me a call sometime, I can talk to you. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you, because I, I don't, you know want to be unfair to everybody else and take up the time for what you guys already discussed. So thanks a lot. (laughs) This is Chanel. Hi, Chanel. I suppose we already have our convention program worked out, but wouldn't it be great to see if somebody from Medtronic could, you know, come to the convention Mm -hmm. and we could talk to them? I mean, I know that's probably, it's probably too late to, and Tom really had the best thing to say. Um, (laughs) And we appreciate, you know, that, these ladies have been willing to come and, and explain to us the in-pen. But, yeah, just um, another step in the advocacy direction, I guess. I know I need to be educated quite a bit about advocacy and writing letters and all that stuff. But it um, be fun if we had someone we from connect with at the convention. Yeah. Yeah, so we have um, local reps um, everywhere. So we can connect with Danette and see who the best person for that convention would be. Um, but we have territory teams that are sales and clinical, and yeah, we would be happy to partner with you. Um, so we'll email Danette and see where you okay. guys are having it and see what we can connect with. Yep. That's it'll, it'll be virtual. So oh, okay. July okay, 16th through the 23rd. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That yeah, we'll connect, easier. connect you guys with the team. Okay. This is Becky. Hey, Becky. Hi. Oh, actually, before I talk, um, it looks like we just got a hand raised by Chris Green. Go ahead, Chris. Everybody's probably not wanting me to bring this up, but uh, it's one of those dark dogs that you always have to talk about. Is there any type of insurance support for this product? I would say yes. My insurance covers it. Yes. Okay. Do you have I'm a private insurance or do you have Medicare? I have dual complete, United Healthcare dual complete. 
Okay. Um, so, so there's a pretty good chance that maybe we wouldn't be fighting it like we do a lot of other things. I don't think so. Okay. That, uh, that at least gives me a little better, little better feeling about things because, you mm-hmm. know, we get excited about things and then find out that there's just big barriers a lot of times. So, yeah, that's yep. all I have to say. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Cassidy or Whitney, do you have any answers on that insurance question? Yes. So for most patients, they can get the in-pen itself for $35 or less. Um, It really depends on the insurance. Um, So wherever you're at, I would definitely download the app. um, And then once you do that and go to get my in-pen, and like I said, I'll send all the information after this call, um, then you'll get an estimate. Um, for your insurance, but most patients can get it for $35. Jeanette, before we break, would you like to do a commercial for our casual chat meeting coming up? Okay. So Saturday we have our regular casual chat and it is five o'clock Eastern, five o'clock Eastern. And this Saturday we're going to have Becky and, and Tom facilitates this, talking about the convention and about the Brenda Dillon walk. And then we'll have some social time, too. So that's on Saturday, 5 o'clock Eastern. Now, is this going to be this Saturday or the, the third Saturday of the month? Which is uh, The third next. Saturday of the month. Oh, pardon me, the 19th, I believe. So not this yeah. Saturday, but next Saturday. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> I just wanted I to catch your head. Thank sorry. you, Tom. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, that's all right. All right. Thanks, that's Tom, right. for clarifying. I, I put you on the spot then. I'm sorry. But <laughs> you, did, you did a great job. That, that's <laughs> why I was put on the spot. That's why I didn't do it, right? Because Mr. Tom D- Tobin took me on the spot. Okay. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. So why don't, you, why don't you wrap it up, Danette? So, yeah, like, like Danette said, that would be um, Saturday casual chat, June 19th. Um, pretty much. 5 p.m. Oh, any question? Yes, 5 p.m. Eastern. Um, the other thing that I would like to kind of let people know is um, next month, July, the second Wednesday, which would 14th. normally be our discussion like we do tonight um, is going to be the elections. Um, And if you are a member of ACBDA and have paid your dues, um, then you should have received a newsletter about convention and talking about the slate and elections and the business meeting. If you did not get that newsletter, chances are we don't show that you have paid uh, 2021 dues and if that is the case um, you still can pay your dues um, up until uh, Monday this coming Monday um, and you'll want to contact me at um, this is Becky sorry at acbdaorg at gmail.com and I can work with you to get you uh, set up as far as dues and your membership paid and, and that sort of thing If you do, um, if you did get that newsletter, you will want to watch your emails. um, Probably, I'm going to say a week before the 14th, so that around the 7th of July, watch your emails because you will receive information about the business meeting. Um, You'll receive the Zoom um, webinar link that you will need, as well as passcodes and that sort of thing. Um, and that should be coming from the ACBDA ORG email. Um, so watch for that to come as well. 